0: Got a Japan!
1: Yeah, I don't to tell, I'm in on business. I'm all about my business, but I ain't got no briefcase. Yeah, all I got some whiskey. Open that the whiskey, bring it to you. Yeah, I'm leaning up against the door, and my pizza to the floor a ago, yeah, I'm a
0: man, me What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Faded Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I'm your other host, Jeremy Motherfucker Deshner. That's right. And as you find folks know, Golf in Japan is about two dudes, booze. Japan and the
2: motherfucking news. Mm. That is right. And Jeremy, what episode is this? I believe we are on number 674.
0: That is correct. Episode number 674. Yep, that's right. Uh Yeah, which was sick. Almost 700 is coming up soon. What
2: are we going to do for 700? We always do something interesting for these big numbers. We got to do something for 700. It's got to be something that the fans are going to remember. Something to blow them all away. I'm going to go to Fukuoka. Fuck it. I'm going to go. I'm going to party at your bar, dude. I heard this story before
0: (laughs) yeah well okay well i i I can actually go to fukuoka (laughs) our other (laughs)
2: co-host oh okay (laughs) yeah
0: well our other co-host faders tom um Yeah, Tom, right now, he's taking care of his family. He's got some family things that he's got to take care of. His son, you know, I mean, his son's getting a little bit older and Tom, he's working on his job and he's got tons of paperwork to do and stuff. And, you know, because of the whole holiday season, the guy's just like super, super busy. And so basically he can't do the show this week or next week, but hopefully we can get him on in
2: three weeks. Three to four weeks is what he was saying. He's just really busy with his family at the moment, and he's trying to take care of a few things, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, we gotta let it, we gotta let the guy do his thing. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, he's being responsible, dude. I mean, we
0: can't knock him for being responsible. I mean, out of all the people I know, he's probably the most irresponsible. For so for him to take responsibility right now and to like take care of his family, focus on his job, do his paperwork, do all the stuff he's got to do, man. Hats off to that guy. Hi, come by. All right, Kampai. Speaking of Kampai, what are mm-hmm. you drinking there, my friend? I am drinking wine au natural, a.k.a. bio wine, natural wine, whatever. It's basically wine that's made without any preservatives or anything. It's like basically mm. grapes, water, sugar, and yeast. You know, it's very, very traditional how they make it. Anyway, this is called... um The name of this, I think it's called Support Your Local Vandals, which is an awesome name for a wine. However... You can't judge a book by its cover. This wine right here, it's okay. It's okay for, uh, it's 12%, so I'm not upset about, well, 12.9%, that's kind of cool. Almost 13%, 13 is a good number, but uh, yeah, it's very dry, dude. This is like drinking dust,
2: (laughs) but it's fine. Yeah, you get those wines, the wines stick between the 12 and 14%. And then, like, if you get like uh, up into your shochus, which is I'm, what well, I'm drinking, shochu and, and tea. <laughs> That's you start with uh, getting into your twenty percents there and twenty five percents and all the, all the way up to forty. But when you go to forty or above, now you're in the whiskey territory. You're getting into your scotches and your whiskies. I do love a good whiskey. So why I. I- I wish
0: I was drinking whiskey and not this wine. Oh my gosh, you know, the thing is, I'm kind of getting into wine, but like if you don't know wine, it's kind of a the toss of a coin when you go into like a wine store. Because a wine store, they have hundreds of bottles of wine and then you ask like the people that work there, what's good? And they're like, what do you like? And you're like, I want something sweet. And then you get this, you know, cause it's got a cool pitcher and it's dry. And you're like, huh, is this, is it me? <laughs> Right, is right. this sweet? I, I don't think this is sweet. <laughs> Do I have COVID? Is my taste gone again? Oh, man. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe maybe COVID fucked up my tongue.
2: My taste buds are all out of whack. <laughs> I would say that when it comes down to wine, uh-huh. um, it really matters just about what you like, man. It doesn't matter the price of the wine. It doesn't matter you know how cheap the wine is. I've had expensive wines that I didn't like and cheap wines that I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me personally, I just I just remember the ones that I like. So uh, one of my favorite ones is is a, is a Shiraz, like an Australian Shiraz wine, very good. And they, they're on the they're on the either end of that scale. You can get like a thirty dollar bottle of wine or a seventy dollar bottle of wine, and they're both both relatively good. But I mean, you can't go wrong with either either end. A Shiraz is good. Now, if you ever asked to choose a wine for the table, like you say you're at a, din- at a dinner with some friends, and they say, oh Johnny. Would you mind choosing the wine? The best thing you can do is choose a Bordeaux. Always choose a Bordeaux. Why? Everybody likes a Bordeaux and no one will, no one will complain about it. Mm-hmm. And, and people who complain about stuff like merlots, uh that's just people who watch too many movies and they don't really understand wine because there's even merlots are not bad. Even if they they had that one movie that made them out to be terrible. But you can't go wrong with a with a Bordeaux. A Bordeaux is is always a good wine. It's always a safe bet. Can't go wrong with a safe
0: bet, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh man, yeah, usually if I'm gonna bring a bottle of anything to uh, any kind of a party, dinner party, whatnot, I usually go by price if I don't know what I'm doing. Like if I'm gonna buy a bottle of wine, I'm like anything over 30 bucks is fine, 3000 yen, you know? And I'm just like, I'll get one bottle of red, one bottle of white, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna get the most boring label ever because when you get a cool label like this, wine probably isn't that good. Is it trying the- to make up for something? I don't maybe that's it. Maybe that's it, you know? I don't know. So, yeah, man, uh, speaking of parties, man, New Year's, man, 2023,
2: man, welcome to the future. How was your New Year's Eve? Did you do something crazy at the bar? Absolutely, man. We had that place packed. We didn't even plan to do anything. We just said we're going to have a countdown party. Mm-hmm. And due to the fact that uh, a lot of other places around this area were closed, we ended up getting packed and we were there till like five o'clock in the morning closing nice. up. Yeah. Nice. So we, we, we packed that place out is pretty good. And that's pretty good because like now I'm going to get to take 10 days off. I've decided this year, uh, one time in the winter, I'm going to take 10 days off. And one time in the summer, I'm going to take 10 days off because last year I worked 365 days, dude. I didn't get a goddamn day off and I, and I'm tired of that. And now I want some time off. So this year, like I said, 10 days in the winter, which is I'm doing right now. And then 10 days in the summer. Well, if you could afford it, yeah, do it, man.
0: Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, This year, I did not have a crazy New Year's. In fact, I had a really, really, really basic New Year's. And that's the kind that I actually like my old-ass age. Uh, Me and the missus, we went all the way up to northern Japan to Niigata, beautiful Niigata, and we saw lots of snow. We enjoyed cold, cold, cold weather, and we had some amazing food, some absolutely delicious Nihonshu. It was amazing, man. It was such a good time. And I love going to Niigata because... You got to get out of Tokyo every so often. I say every three months, you got to get out of Dodge just because, you know, when you live in a city that's so wild, that's got so much stuff going on, a city that literally never sleeps, you know, it sometimes it just makes you a little crazy and you just got to get out, man. So basically, yeah, me and the missus, we took three days off and we went up north and we just kicked it with her, uh, her family and uh yeah, they pampered us, they babied us. I I pretty much didn't move that much. I just laid there, like the kotatsu, the the table with like the heater in it. I, I mm. slept a lot. I oh man, it was amazing. It was really, really cool. And you know the thing is, Nigata. The whole atmosphere up there is just so chill. The people are chill. It's it's like you're surrounded by mountains and rice paddies. The air is so fresh and clean. You can smell the trees. It's great. And the shrines, the shrines up there are so freaking old. Where it's just like you're up there and it's like almost like kind of like a, walking through a time machine or something. And you're just kind of like in a different world. And I, I just love that because you don't see that in Tokyo. The shrines here are like less than 200 years old. Probably less than hundred years old, actually. But um, yeah, so it's it's great, man. Getting up going up there and getting out of Tokyo is just amazing. I had a great time doing nothing and just chilling and eating, drinking, relaxing. That's what that's how I rolled. I'm an old man, fittest.
2: <laughs> an old wise man. I got a girl with like a white beard or some shit. Hey man, let me ask you um what kind of food do they have up there in Niigata? And also, in addition to shochu, which I love shochu, do they have mm-hmm. anything else? Like do they have a famous beer up there?
0: Um, there is a famous beer that they have up there. I posted it on the Instagram and Facebook page. Uh I just learned about it. Cause every time I go up there, I just usually drink a sahi super dry. But this beer that they have up there is called um let's see koshi Hikari. uh. Ichigo beer, and it's made inigata. It's a heavy base beer. It's dark, it's thick, it's delicious, it's very hoppy. And um, yeah, it's pretty amazing. And I definitely recommend having at least two bottles because the first bottle is so good, you kind of want more. You're just like, oh, that was awesome. Just one more before I hit the road or just one more before I move on to something else. So the beer up there is pretty good. But I mean, Nikata is generally known for its uh, sake or Nihonshu just because the rice up there is like the best rice in the country because of the climate, the soil, uh, just uh, the the water from the mountains. You know, it's just it's great, dude. It's like the perfect conditions for growing rice, which means it's the perfect conditions for making the honshu, a.k.a. sake. So that's great up there. And it's also famous for uh, sashimi. Because uh, especially where my wife lives, she lives uh, where she grew up, she uh, grew up really close to like the uh, the sea. So pretty much like, I mean, when you eat like uh, any kind of sushi or sashimi, it's pretty much like three days old, straight from the fucking ocean, dude. It is so delicious. In fact, the uh, ebby, the shrimp, dude, when you put it in your mouth, it just kind of melts like butter. Like it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah, all the food up there is great. Say they, they got amazing crab, too. If you love crab, like real fresh raw crab, oh, God, it's good. It's to die for, as they
2: say. It's amazing. It sounds really good, man. And people ought to check it out. I think they also have really good ski resorts up there, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, ski resorts. Yeah, ski resorts. And uh, what's call it called?
0: Snowboarding resorts. Yeah. Uh, that's more like kind of like not where my wife lives or grew up. It's a little bit more down south, kind of like in the middle of Niigata. But yeah, it's really famous. There's tons of great mountains.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of Australian people come over to visit and uh, they all head up to Naiba. That's the where you go to the ski resorts. Naiba is in Niigata. I think that's
0: it. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. Yeah. When we went up there, we took the Shinkansen. I was going to drive, but then when I found out like how much snow was on the roads, I was like, fuck that, dude. So we took the bullet train up there. I swear to God, I would say like maybe 30% of the people on the train had snowboards like snowboarding is just so big and you just you know what the cool thing is like when i was, when mm. we saw the people with snowboards you'd see kids i, I, I shit you not, know, kids are like six years old with snowboards and then like people like 60 70 years old with snowboards and i'm like holy shit lily is like older than my grandma and she's snowboarding that's fucking dope dude like that's really cool like how it's kind of like what would it be like cross-generational you know it's just like such an interesting sport Think about it. When did snowboarding become popular, man? I, I don't know. Do like you know mid nineties? I think like right, so mid not- early nineties or so. I, that's when it kind of like had a little boom, and then it just took off from there. I think. I think the X Games made it
2: really uh, international. Yeah, but it's not been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. You know, like uh, it's a fairly new sport. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Skiing's been around for ages, but snowboarding. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Snowboarding's pretty new, but yeah, I mean, there's like old people that fucking snowboard, and I'm I'm just hoping that they're doing half pipes. You know, when I see like that old lady that's like fucking seventy years old and she's got the snowboard, I'm like, oh my god,
2: I hope she fucking shreds. That would be so awesome, dude. That would be very cool. That would be very yeah. cool. Uh, myself and the wife, we went down to her uh, her hometown, which is about an hour from where we live now. Uh huh. And her her mom throws a big old party, a big Ooh. party. Uh, my wife's sister and her brother were there, and they brought all their kids. So all, it was a huge family get together. Oh, cool! And uh, yeah, they they had sashimi, they had sushi, mm-hmm. they had uh, pork rolls. Uh, you know, they oh. had certain kinds oh. of chicken. They had, um, they had like even my nephew cooks like uh, uh, some spicy Korean uh noodles called fire noodles. Then he took those noodles. fire noodles. noodles. That- yeah, because they're not wrapped, they're not in sauce, they're just, they just have uh, fire sauce on them, they don't have like a soup, mm-hmm. so he takes those, and he wrapped those up into like a, like a rice paper, and made like a maki. like a, looks like a spring mm-hmm. roll, mm-hmm. but it's just got the fire noodles in it, man, you take a bite of that thing, and boy, whew, it is spicy, I love it, man, I love really? it, really. and so- Yeah, I get to challenge all the little kids, you know, I was like, here, here, I can eat this. Can you guys eat it? And then we're all trying some hot stuff down there. It was like, oh, it's too hot. It's too hot. You know, it was it was such a fun time. Such a fun time. And then we don't get to see the kids that often. So Mm. when we get to see them, I always try to make some good memories. So they remember, you know, their Uncle Jeremy's the fun uncle.
0: (laughs) The fun uncle that like destroyed their tongues and tonsils (laughs) (laughs) with fire, fire noodles. (laughs) What is this after death sauce by Blair? (laughs) <laughs> oh it's man so yeah oh god no i love after death after death is my favorite I, and i think my, oh, my level god, I, said, I, I think i said it before but my level of a uh, spice uh the hottest i can go is fifty thousand scovilles i can't go i can't go one scoville over fifty thousand. after fifty 000, I dude i i'm out
2: i can what's your limit uh i haven't found it yet um well i, hit, well, I guess a I, billion I, I trillion I million quadillion There's been two times in my life where I ate something so hot, the next day it fucked me up. You know what I mean? I don't want to get too gross, but the next day I was was all fucked up. It's only happened to me twice in my life, but I I can handle some hot food. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Have you ever ate anything that was so spicy where like
0: after like three seconds you regret it? You're like, (laughs) oh God, oh God, oh boy, I feel like I'm giving birth in my mouth. Oh God.
2: I have, I've eaten stuff like that. I love it. Uh, it's, it's a huge rush of endorphins, man. So for me, that's kind of the the whole point of it. And if you give it five or 10 minutes, it goes away. You're back to normal.
0: Generally speaking. Yeah, it does. Oh man. Spicy sauce. God, I can put Blair's on anything. Eggs, spaghetti, pizza, sure, pretty much anything Italian, anything Italian.
2: Good. Even Italian people. Ah, Chili, chili's great too. Oh man, dude. Uh, you ever eat soup? Like, uh, my, my wife buys Campbell's twice, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Campbell's, like, has it here in Japan, they have corn soup, yeah. And they also have like cream of cream of mushroom soup. Those are, those are awesome to put Blair's hot sauce in. You put a little dab of hot sauce in those, stir it up. Oh, that's good.
0: You know, it was kind of cool. If you're really hung over in the morning and re- or really, really, really tired and you have to wake up immediately, maybe you got to go to work or maybe maybe you got an online meeting or something or whatever. If you got to wake up really, really quickly, dude, mm-hmm. just take like a little bit of that, like just like put a little bit of blares right in your finger and just rub it in your teeth like this. And then after that, dude, within like three seconds, you're awake. You're like, oh boy. Okay. I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. And then hit the coffee. You do that, man, you are more than awake. You're ready to take on the world. You are a master of the
2: universe that sounds awesome man but i don't know if i do i don't know if i'd rub it onto my teeth man what, what if it what if you get a big old hunk of like of of uh pepper flaking your teeth and you got a video conference where you got to talk to your boss and then there you are looking like a complete nerd with with stuff in your teeth from the morning he's like this guy didn't brush his teeth this morning touche <laughs> touche touche yeah. can't
0: brush your teeth after he takes hot sauce yeah <laughs> you can't do that yeah that's ugh, that's nasty that's oh, nasty man. Speaking of nasty, we've got some nasty news coming up. Holy shit. We got like a lot of really fucked up stories. Shall we get into the news, Jeremy? Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. All right, feeders, We're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we've got the news. Pace.
1: Eight Stars American Bar, Located between Daimyo and Yapu. Come get your party on. if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 N each, about 20 bucks. but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to TheSpiltInc.com Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink. Dot com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K dot com. The Spill Dink dot com. <laughs> Mitzia Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia,
0: if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show you're gonna get your fade on you gotta get your fade on in style and that's why i use ghost town pomade ghost town pomade is the number one badass pomade and i practice what i preach when i leave this house if i'm not wearing a hat if i'm not wearing a lid i'm wearing ghost town pomade in my hair this stuff is amazing it smells good it looks good and it feels good ghost town pomade badass pomade and let me tell you one thing
1: At just the place for you, Soul Food House in Azabu Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. And we are back,
0: faders. And I'm gonna get myself another drinker, drink, drink, dude, because it is Monday night and it's a perfect time to get your fade on. Uh, mm. Jeremy, hi, Kampai. Cheers. Kanpai. <laughs> Hmm. You know what the thing is? After like four or five glasses of this wine, it's not that bad. (laughs) I take back all the bad things I said about this wine. This stuff is actually pretty good now. I feel so much better too. Oh my God. I think wine really does cure a hangover, man. That and pizza. Hair of the dog, my friend. Hair of the dog. Indeed. What are your thoughts on Japanese pizza, by the way?
2: Some people love it. Some people hate it. Oh, uh, Japanese pizza is fine, but I, I own a pizza shop, so my, my bar is basically also a pizza shop. So oh, really? You got a pizza oven in there? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we do pizzas, dude. Yeah. That's our main thing. We do alcohol and we also do pizzas. People come there not just to drink, but also to eat. Man, no kidding. Well, that's good to know. Holy shit! We make the yep. oh, we please, make the God. dough. Uh, we make the dough. We make everything. We make the sauce. Everything's in house and handmade. Get the fuck out of
0: here. Holy shit, I didn't know that. I knew you had pizza, but I didn't know it was like that. Wow, that's amazing. Dude, 700. I'm going to be in Fukuoka. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: Well, do you classify it as Japanese pizza, though? Uh, more like New York-style pizza. Nice. Good. Good answer. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, I think it's time we get in the news. Okay, so, Baders, we've got a lot of crazy news. I mean... We took about a week off because, uh, well, I had the interview and it was like the holidays and stuff. So the news is kind of piled up. So we've got a lot of crazy shit to uh, introduce to you. And um, without further ado, Jeremy, the mic is yours.
2: Thanks, man. Um, You know how they always say like Japan is a safe place and there's never any crimes here. But every week we're on the show reading about crimes, right? Yeah. Well, this one's a completely disturbing crime because I think it's not only... It's not only a hate crime, man. It's 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 a triple murder, but it's also a hate crime. That's what I tried to say.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, let me get into it. So they found three people dead uh, at their house. So uh, then they finally found the the suspect who's murdered him. Let me just read you the story, and and I got I got some more details I want to add into it at the end. So police sent a 40 year old man to prosecutors in Saitama um, after uh, up on a murder charge on Tuesday after he after three people were found dead with blunt force trauma injuries to their head in Saitama Prefecture. He bashed their heads in with a hammer. Jun Saito is is suspected of killing William Bishop Jr., 69-year-old U.S. National, by hitting him with a blunt object and damaging his spinal cord on the premises of his residence in Hano City around 7 a.m. on Sunday. That was back like Christmas Day. The bishop's bishop, his wife, who is 68 year old Izumi Morita, and their 32 year old daughter were also found dead inside their residence with multiple wounds uh, on Sunday. So this dude wiped out an entire family on Christmas Day. Jesus. Uh, yeah. A security camera on the property captured the footage of a man hitting of a man hitting another person, uh, according to investigators. So it was all caught on tape. mm Hmm. Uh, Saito refused to speak to the investigators, and they have confiscated an axe along with other objects from his home. Saito, who lives oh. near the scene, was previously arrested on suspicion of damaging the, ve- uh, the vehicle at the residence, but was not prosecuted. Uh, police c- received several emergency calls around 7:15 a.m. on Sunday morning, reporting that a man ha- had been beaten. Uh, with officers finding the three upon entering the scene at 7:30 a.m., Jeez. so this dude was just laying out in the fucking front yard, bleeding out of his fucking skull. In inside his house, his wife and his daughter are both murdered. There was also there was also fire. Uh, at, there was also a fire at the property, which was put out around one and a half hours later, as kerosene was later discovered on the scene, and the suspect. Saito, uh, uh, they think had initially started, intentionally started the fire. So he tried to start a fire to burn down their house and get rid of them totally and get rid of the bodies. Um, the police said, uh, the police said officers initially visited Saito's home shortly after the incident took place, but received no response because there was no further reporting reported sightings of Saito. The police believed him. Uh, I believe he immediately went home after the incident and pretended not to be there when the officers called. So he's inside his house, like hiding under the kotatsu. So they got him with they got him with the, uh, a with an award, and like the neighbors said that he was kind of a weirdo, and like um, everyone really liked the bishops, right? They were they were friendly, nice people, mm-hmm. and this guy Saito had been had been arrested seven times before for. Causing trouble and vandalizing this family's property, so he did like seven things before, like throwing rocks at them. He he scratched their car, he he uh stand in front of their house and yell shit at them. and uh, yeah. The the thing is like um, the people around there couldn't believe just what was going on, and uh, they said that this guy has just been harassing this family forever, and then finally he just flipped and and, and murdered them, and uh, I'm surprised that. International news hasn't talked about this at all. You don't see this on your your CNNs, your MSNs, or your other news news channels, right? I haven't well, heard this Christmas. Anywhere. So <laughs> nobody yeah. wants to talk about murder on, on Christmas. It, oh, in addition, in addition, I know a guy who lives in the town, and he said wow. he's, a, he's a he's a jogger. He said he knew the guy who was murdered. He knew his family, very kind people, very cool people. He said he was an older gentleman, like sixty nine. He's kind of kept himself. He was a he was a member of the board at Temple University. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave wow. he gave he gave like um, he gave like speeches to to politicians about new drugs that were coming in from drug companies and try to help like Japan get the latest like uh, you know medicines for cancer and stuff like that. He mm-hmm. was really help helping the community, and then guy. also. Yeah, good guy. And then also the guy who I know who's who's a runner, he jogs around this town. And he said he also saw Saito San. And then like Saito San would see like another foreigner running around. He would just start running after him and yelling, Fuck you, fuck you. And like trying to start problems with foreigners. This guy literally did not like anyone being a foreigner. Yeah, so if they tell you that Japan's a welcoming, safe place, not everywhere, man. <laughs> you gotta be careful here, just like you do every in in every country.
0: Well, I think for the most part, it is really welcoming and it is a real safe country. This, I think this is kind of an isolated incident. Um, I get along great with all my neighbors, uh, except for that fucking saito son down the street. Sh- no, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 that guy. He, but I mean, this is fucking not even harassment. This is terrorism at this point where he's like cr- scratching their cars, throwing rocks at people, at fucking doing, I'm sure, a whole lot of other horrible stuff to these people or whatever. it's just just fucked up. And, you know, it's it's a shame that, you know, you know, actually, I think these guys should have got a lawyer a long time ago. I'm at the point if anybody does anything to me, I lawyer up, dude. I mean, getting a lawyer in Japan is not the cheapest thing, but it's just like once you like pull legal action on somebody for something, if they're like violating your rights or harassing you, dude, if you call a lawyer and even if the lawyer consults the police, that person will stop and fade away, dude. You'll have, you'll never see them again because a lot of people are really fucking scared of the law when it comes to that level in Japan. So, I mean, these guys should have lawyered up, you know, at least got consultation and contacted the police. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. We don't know if they They did did. or not, right? Oh, they They did. did. There's another...
2: There's another article, they said that they had had uh, confrontations and issues with him seven times, mm-hmm. and each time, the Japanese police would come and take him and arrest him, but they would never fully prosecute him. So the Japanese police dropped the ball on this, man. They, they said, like, uh, oh, there's not enough evidence, or oh, he said he was sorry, or blah, 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 and then finally, it, it escalated until he went in and he slaughtered an entire family with a axe or a hammer or whatever on christmas jesus on
0: christmas dude that's so fucked Fuck. up god damn it oh god that's that's really fucked up god out of all the fucking days oh man but yeah lawyer up Bader's lawyer up <laughs> get get a lawyer and get a good lawyer man never get a bad
2: lawyer oh, companies man. too man if, if you get fucked with if you work in a company in japan mm-hmm. and you start feeling like your your rights as a Human are being violated, or your rights as an employer being violated, lawyer up because they'll give up and they'll just pay you to go away. Yeah. Yeah. They will. Dude, I fucking, oh, did I? It has to happen sometimes. I've done it once in my life. Yeah. Really?
0: I never did it. I should have. I worked for a company where we had a boss and he would threaten our visa every time he wanted us to work. He's like, oh, we need you to work on Sunday. And you're like, well, I can't work on Sunday. I got plans. He's like, well, do you like living in Japan because, you know, your visa, it's going to come up and stuff. And we Uh, sponsor your visa. It's completely illegal, but he did it to everybody and shit. And I didn't know it was power harassment until I fucking quit the company. Then I was like, what? That's illegal? Fucking son of a bitch. But I mean, it was, you know, I already left the company. So, but anyway, yeah. If that happens to you, faders, man, fucking lawyer up, man. Lawyer up. And there's a lot
2: of lawyers on here that speak English and they will help you. Sometimes for free, they'll they'll, they'll, let you, they'll come let you come into the office and talk to them. And, and you tell them your case and they'll tell you if you have a standing or not. Mm-hmm, that's right. Okay, Uh, next story.
0: Hopefully we got something good. Let's see, what do I got? Uh. Okay, I got something. I got something that's uh, kind of fun. that will bring us into the holiday spirit <laughs> to a degree. Man fakes attempted murder of himself after feeling exhausted from work. Uh, but work, work's tough. Work's tough. We, we've all been there. Okay, this story takes place in Osaka. Oh, Hey, police in Toyonaka, Osaka Prefecture have arrested a 50-year-old man who claimed he was stabbed by a stranger on December 20th, but who actually stabbed himself to make it look like someone tried to kill him. As you do. According to police, the man, who is a company employee, claimed that he was walking along the street at around 1.20 a.m. on December 20th, Kyoto News reported. He called police and said that he had been stabbed in the back. (laughs) I've been stabbed in the back before several times, but not like this. However, street surveillance camera footage from the crime scene did not show anyone approach the man. The man who is currently in a hospital was questioned by police on Monday and confessed that he had stabbed himself. He told police that he put the knife against a wall and leaned forcibly back on it. He was quoted by police as saying that he was exhausted from working. Okay, I've been super exhausted from working, and this never came into my mind. Um, You know what you do? Listen, faders, if you are exhausted from work and you just really just can't take it anymore, say you have COVID, you get at least five to like, a well, I don't know, in Japan, you get about like, what, seven to 11 days off. So in the rest of the world, probably not though, unless maybe China or something, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID, so you got COVID. So you've got, uh, what else, Uh, COVID, you've got influenza, Uh, maybe AIDS. I've got AIDS. I need to take a week off and relax. I don't know. Say something, but don't stab yourself in the back, man. The the world's going to stab you in the back anyway. Don't do it yourself. Police said that once the man has recovered from a self-inflicted wound, he will be charged with interfering with police in the performance of their duties. Oh, this guy's a genius. Because the thing is, he's going to go to jail for like six months, right? And so he's going to go to jail. Yeah. He doesn't have to work fucking genius (laughs) (laughs) good luck getting a job on the record he doesn't want to work there anyway wait so wait if he goes to jail does he get fired and then if he gets fired that means he gets all the benefits of his company for six months right right is that right did I lose you? Oh, shit. I thought you were thinking. Did I lose you? Jeremy, where are you? Oh, shit. What's going on? Did I lose you? Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. It just cut out. Okay. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah, dude, I thought you were thinking. I asked you a question, and I was like,
2: right? <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah, it Just yeah. it just cut out. No, I don't know if that was my side or your side. Your side was like going really slow. Oh, it's probably my side. Sorry about that, man no worries uh, we're back now uh, we, we can are continue back. on we can continue on okay all right. yeah next so
0: th- oh next story. yeah let's go to the next story. next okay. story
2: all right man arrested for asking teenage girl to show him her underwear Uh-oh. Uh oh okay in ashikawa hokkaido uh police in ash in ashikawa hokkaido Uh, have arrested a 25-year-old man on suspicion of creating a public nuisance after he asked a teenage girl to show him her undies. Hmm. According to police, uh, the incident occurred around 4 p.m. on December 20th. Hokkaido Broadcasting Company reported that the man, a company employee, drove his car alongside the girl as she was walking home. He stopped his car, got out, approached the girl, and he said he would like to see her underwear. Hey, kids, show me your undies. Ew. That's normal. That's gross. Right. That's so gross. Uh, the girl fortunately ran away and noted the man's license plate number and told the police and her parents. Uh, the man was later arrested on Friday night, and he has admitted to the charge, the police said. Wow.
0: Jeez. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 25 in life. You got it.
2: 25 in life to go. <laughs> A little skid row. Yeah, he's 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 a creeper. That shit's just gonna escalate. He's gonna kill somebody.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Well, I mean, now he's on the record. Now he lost his job. Now you know he's the, the cops are gonna look out for him if anything weird happens in this area of Ashikawa. You know they know who to look for, man. Asking a girl to see her panties, dude. That's fucking. That's really fucking nasty, dude.
2: And also, it's a child. Don't ask kids, man. Don't stay away from kids, you freaks. <laughs>
0: yeah but that's even bad if you do it to somebody that's like 40 like that's kind of like louis ck territory you know like excuse me can i see your panties i'm I'm asking politely and nothing's gonna come of it but you know yeah dude that's louis ck right there wow there's some problems going on man (laughs) there's a lot more issues than just that obviously You know, the weird thing is, you know, in Tokyo, there's certain places where you can actually buy used underwear. Like there's a place in Akihabara where you can buy it. It comes in like little tubes. They used to sell them vending machines back in the day before the internet fucking blew that shit up. But um, yeah, I mean, why didn't the guy just fucking buy used underwear? (laughs) Take a little vacation to Akihabara. (laughs) Seriously.
2: Somebody's going to buy somebody else's fucking fart catchers. That's disgusting, man. This chick's been ripping farts in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get the whole underwear thing, but when it comes to socks, yeah. I'm in. Ooh, not nice <laughs> job. No, no. Have you seen the movie? Uh, of course, you've seen the movie Porky's, right? Of course, I was, I was like, saw that in a the theater when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh man, remember the scene where, like, you know, it's like the uh, the gym coach and the assistant gym coach and stuff. They're like uh, in the, the what's it called the would it be the the locker room, and then the yeah. ghost, oh, and she's getting up and smelling socks or whatever. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah, some people, are- they got weird fetishes, man. Socks, undies,
2: ugh. Well, don't kink shame, right? We shouldn't kink shame anybody. If that's your thing, faders, go ahead and sniff away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but just make sure it's legal. <laughs> yeah, not the right. kids. Yeah. Next story. All right, woman in her 80s is conned out of 10 million yen. Holy shit. Oh, is it my story or your story? No, that one's yours. Okay. A woman in her 80s who lives in Nagoya was conned out of 10 million yen after she received a phone call from someone pretending to be her grandson who said desperate he desperately needed money uh, to pay t- taxes and uh, return an investment scheme. Mm. So, yeah, this is called a, this is called a ore ore no scam because the guy calls, calls you on the phone. He's like, oh, it's me. It's me. You know, ore ore. And, and grandma's like, uh, Toshi? And he's like, yeah, 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 Toshi. And then he's like, just send money to this account. They always catch old people with this. Yep, they do. Uh, it's horrible. Yeah. It's terrible. And and ten million yen is the equivalent, let's say, uh, of eighty thousand dollars, probably.
0: So yeah, one million yen is ten thousand. And so... that's if
2: it's a hundred to one. But right now it's not a hundred to one. Oh no, it's th- it's like seventy thousand dollars. Okay, so it's a lot of money though. Regardless, yeah, 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 yeah it's a lot of fucking money. Shit. Yeah. According to the police, the woman received a phone call around 2 p.m., uh, 2.30 p.m. on Wednesday, TBS reported. The caller told the woman uh, about the investment and his tax problems and said that a lawyer would visit her uh, that afternoon to pick up the money. Later that day, a man pretending to be from a law office showed up and the woman gave him 10 million yen. On Thursday, the woman called the grandson to see if everything was all right. And she realized that she had been conned. Oh, man. Jesus. All right. Well.
0: All right, this really sucks, but still, you know, there's street surveillance. I mean, CCTV is everywhere in Japan. You can't go anywhere without being monitored, right? Everywhere you go, you're monitored. So this this quote-unquote lawyer came to her house. So, I mean, there's probably like a camera on her door, street surveillance. I mean, the guy must have gotten into a taxi or a car or something like that. You know, I mean, it's got to be really hard for them, for this guy to get away, you know? Especially when right that kind of money is involved, you know they're going to catch this guy.
2: Yeah, and like you said, everything's got a camera on it. Our front door's got a camera on it. You go to my bar; there's cameras in the bar. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, there's there's cameras out on the street. Everywhere's got a camera on it. There's
0: cameras everywhere in Japan. Everywhere, even Mount Fuji's covered with cameras, dude. You can't go anywhere without like being videotaped. You know, I mean, True. <laughs> if you want your fifteen minutes, just walk outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So hopefully they bust this motherfucker, dude. I fucking hate the scam. Yeah, I hate scammers. Fucking scammers. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Next story. Uh, 43-year-old man arrested for assaulting son at hotel. This story took place in Miami, Florida? No, no. Just joking. Hokkaido. Hokkaido. <laughs> police in Hokkaido said, it sounds like a Miami crime. Police in Hokkaido said Sunday, they have arrested a 43-year-old man on suspicion of assaulting his son by hitting him in the head with a cup while they were staying at a hotel for New Year's holiday period. According to police, the incident occurred at a hotel room at around 7 p.m. Saturday. Hokkaido Broadcasting Corporation reported that the man, his ex-wife, and their four children, uh, ex-wife, that's where the problem started. And their four children had come from Sapporo to spend the New Year holiday in Uda beautiful place. Police said the man who had been drinking heavily in the hotel room, uh oh, uh oh, got into an argument with his ex-wife, as you do. When the oldest son, who is a high school student, tried to intervene, he hit him in the head with a cup. <laughs> 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 uh oh. <laughs> Oh, Oh, yes, this is real radio. I'm not going to cut that shit out. The boy left the room bleeding from a cut to his forehead. Uh, A hotel employee saw him bleeding and called police. The boy was treated at a hospital for minor injuries. Man, this guy's going to get divorced again. (laughs) He's going to lose contact with his son for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. Never, ever, 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 never, never, ever, ever celebrate a birthday, anniversary, wedding, uh, anything with your ex. Whatever you do, it doesn't matter if you get children together, fuck that, dude. For birthdays, divide them up. For Christmas, one year she's got them. The next year you got them. Dude, when you can hang out, especially at a hotel where you're trapped in a fucking box with her for like a, a yep. weekend, dude, you're just begging for trouble. It's New Year's. Of course, you're going to have a fucking couple of bottles of wine, booze, whatever, you know. And, and the thing is, after a couple of beers, your your ex-wife is going to be like, Hey, um, so you know what? I think you should pay some more money for like Cody's baseball and a little like Tomoko. She's got like, you know, ballet and she needs more shoes. And um, I need a minivan because I want me, me and Trevor, you know, my my boyfriend from Canada. Yeah, we're, we, we need it for the kids. And we also want, want to go skiing together. And the guy's like, what the fuck? And dude, no, no, no. It's a recipe Up for to the head. Answer. Yeah. Oh, God. So never party, never do anything. Just, just separate. You're already separated. Stay separated. That's what I'm saying, dude. I've seen this again and again and again. She's an ex for a reason, man. That's right. That's right. She's an ex because you couldn't get along. Yep. Or one thing led to another or whatever happened and stuff. Yeah. Never party with an ex. Oh, New Year's. Oh God. That's the worst. Oh, jeez. All
2: right. So check out the story about this next gem. Okay, here we 50, go. 56-year-old man arrested for attempted murder of his stepson, somebody else's kid. All right, so police in Yamato Kanagawa Prefecture have arrested a 56-year-old unemployed man on suspicion of attempting to kill his 41-year-old stepson on Saturday. Oh, shit. Katsumi Ino, Inomoto was is accused of stabbing his stepson in the stomach Around 11 p.m. in front of Yamato station in Odawa on the Odawari line, uh, Fuji TV reported. Police said that Inomoto, who was arrested at the scene, has admitted to the charge and quoted him as saying he wanted to kill his stepson. Witnesses called uh, 110, which is 911 here, and the police arrested Inomoto at the scene with a knife still in his possession. Wow. He, He did not even try to escape, man. The victim was taken to the hospital where the doctors said on Sunday his wound was not life threatening. It's good. Police are, yeah, good. Police are, uh, police said they they are questioning Inomoto and his wife about the source of the trouble between the two men. Well, uh, that source of that trouble was a fucking knife. (laughs) That was what caused all the problems, right? Yeah, no knife, no problem. Nobody gets killed,
0: stabbed with a, or killed with a Twinkie. Well, you know, Jeremy, thank God the guy didn't have a cup. I mean, if he had the cup, dude, I mean, that guy, the kid could be in serious trouble. Forehead. <laughs> Boom. Oh, man. That's crazy, man. Um, Yeah. So basically what the son, the stepson's like 40 something and then 41. Uh, 41 and then the guy, he's like 60. So almost yeah, 58, 56. Yeah. 56. So 56. basically, yeah. They're almost they're relatively close to the same age. It's like one generation below, you know? I wonder how like. 14 years difference, 15 years difference. It's kind of close. Do you think it's like one shit, of those? I didn't sweet- think it yeah, it's weird. You think it's like one of those situations where like this guy, he falls in love with a girl and shit. Maybe they're coworkers and uh, they start dating. Things get serious. And then she's just like, um, listen, I should probably tell you something. And the guy's like, what? And she's like, well, I still live with my son. And the guy's like, think I'm like, oh, you got a little kid. He's like a teenager. But no, the guy's not a teenager. The guy's like fucking almost 50 years old living with his mom.
2: Dude, what if that what if that uh panty guy just like pulled up to the scene of that crime and says, Hey, show me your panties? <laughs> that guy's getting stabbed. <laughs> He's everywhere. How the fuck did he get here? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have
0: panties, but I got a knife in my guts. Oh yeah, call the cops. Yeah. Well, thank God the guy's the, the kid. Should we do we call him the kid at this point? The stepson, let's one. Forty-one. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's probably living with his mom. That's it. And the step, the stepdad's like, dude, just, just fucking move on. Please, just move. Get out. Please, get a life. You're a out of my house. Yeah. God. Okay. Last story. Here we go. All right. Let's end on a high note. This story took place. In, oh, here we go. Osaka, Aishidu, man arrested for stealing women's underwear, setting fire to her house. Two days later, police know Osaka arrested a 28-year-old unemployed man on suspicion of breaking into a 36-year-old woman's house, stealing her underwear, then setting fire to her house two days later. Did he steal her underwear and then, like, hide under her bed for two days and then say, fuck it, the jig is up, and he sets the place on fire?
2: How That's stinky cool. was that underwear? He, he thought that underwear stunk so bad he had to go back and burn her house down in case there was any more of it in there. <laughs> 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 I must kill this for the
0: world's safety. According to police, a Shohei Nakajima broke into the women's house in JoTo Ward by entering through the toilet window. At first, I thought it said toilet like ghoulies. Between <laughs> two and five a.m. on December 25th, once again fucking Christmas. Kyoto News reported. Police said he stole 14 items of underwear. God, do women really have 14 items of oh, wow,
2: that's a lot, isn't that? I think I have like shoes six. And undies, man. Yeah, shoes and undies.
0: Yeah, well, I guess so. All right. Well, that's that's the difference between men and women, I guess. I I think I have like six
2: pairs. All right. There might be a couple more differences.
0: You know, maybe a few. Uh, the woman called police on December 25th, reported the theft of her underwear. Could you imagine you go to your underwear drawer after taking a shower and you're like, huh, you know, I'm pretty sure I haven't done laundry in like three days and uh, there should be something here. That's That's creepy, dude. Oh my God, I'd be fucking it's freaking creepy. out. At around 440 a.m. on December 27th, Nakajima, who lives in the neighborhood, returned to the house, placed a tire at the front door and set it on fire. Oh, tires are stinky. Uh, the woman and her two children, who had been asleep, managed to get out safely before the fire gutted the two-story wooden house. Jesus Christ. Uh, police said Nakajima, who was identified after an analysis of street surveillance camera. Street surveillance camera wins. Yeah. Thank you, big brother. Has admitted to the charges, but denied intent to kill when he started the fire. I didn't start the fire. I didn't mean to steal panties, but I had, I don't know. Fucking that's terrible. Sorry. Sorry, faders. Sorry, faders. I'm drunk. Uh, He also told police he had stolen underwear from the women's home in the past. This guy just couldn't get it up. I wonder why he set fire. Why, what did he, what did he set fire, Jeremy? What's going on here?
2: I told you, man, those undies, they were so gross that he went back and he said, I'm burning this fucking house down in case there's more of them living in there oh my god wow that's that's nasty
0: you, you know you shouldn't you shouldn't sell panties for multiple different reasons and maybe this is one
2: of them <laughs> the panties that you maybe steal. Oh, i got it it got says it. there that he had stole panties before maybe she laid a trap for him oh, she like put, chili oh pepper. She, Yeah, no, she put all the fucking dirtiest nastiest stinkiest panties like panties that smelt what they were washed with dirtier panties and put them all in one drawer and then wrote Nakajima on the drawer and then like left the window open. So when he crawled in the window of the toilet, not only did he step in the toilet and get his shoe all wet, he he walked over to the toilet where this, all the stinky underwear was, it had his name on the drawer. He opened it up and he got all of those and he went out the window and he went, as soon as he got back to his house, he was like, (laughs) and then like, Oh my God, these smell like skunks. (laughs) <laughs> so he just got a fucking he got a, he got a tire and threw that on the front lawn and lit it on fire. That's crazy. You know, tires when tires are on fire they stink
0: and they burn forever. Yeah, they they smell really fucking bad. When I was in Greece during the protests. And like, what, was it 2012 and shit when anarchists were fighting the Greek police or whatever? It was fucking chaos. And the whole fucking Athens fucking stank because they're setting fire to fucking car tires and shit. And that shit just fucking is ugh,
2: it's nasty. You can't even fucking breathe, dude. It's so gross. I had a coworker whose breath was like that. And I always asked him, are you eating burning tires again? Oh my god, that's fucking
0: nasty! Burnt tires, Jesus. Well, um, yeah, we learned a lot in uh, today's episode. Yeah, let's see here. Um, uh, don't party with your ex-wife. Uh, don't. Let's see, don't steal panties. Uh, don't ask to see panties of minors. Uh, yeah. What else did we learn?
2: <laughs> Keep Brace your door locked on Christmas, yeah, man. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, on on Christmas in Japan, a lot of shit goes down.
0: Yep, racism is bad. Well, that's a fucking yeah. no-brainer, but yeah. Um, yeah. let's see. Yeah, we learned a lot of great stuff. Faders, we hope you learned a lot in today's episode. And uh, yeah, we look forward to fading with you again next week. Um, yeah, next week I think I'm not gonna drink wine. I think this is my last episode drinking um white wine at least. Um I think I'm gonna go back to beer. Beers are good. You can't go wrong with beer. Beer's great, beer is fantastic. Yeah, Who doesn't love beer? If you don't like beer, you're not a friend of mine. Oh, man. So, um, yeah, dude. Uh, Jeremy, how can people find Godfitted Japan on the
2: Internet? <laughs> okay. They've got TikTok. We've got Twitter. We've got Facebook. We've got YouTube. Uh, we've got everything. Every, every kind of social media, we have it out there. Now, let me ask you guys a favor. If you like what we do here and you appreciate the, all the time that me and Johnny put in on this and give it to you for free, do us a favor. If you have a little bit of extra cash, join us on Patreon. Five bucks a month, you get all the extra uh Content the behind the scenes. Uh Johnny will come over and clean your house. Tom After will come dark. over and wash your car. <laughs> you can listen to After Dark. Yep. Um, uh, also, we need to get uh if you don't have money, we need to get a thousand followers on our on our YouTube page. Oh yeah. Once we get a th- once we get a thousand followers on our YouTube page, we can join the uh the content creators club, which means that YouTube will pay us. To create content for them. So, if you don't have any cash, do us a favor. Click on like and subscribe. That helps out. Uh, Go to YouTube and tell your friends to do it. Everyone you meet, tell them to go to our YouTube channel, which is very easy to find. Just type in Got Faded Japan Podcast. We're all over. And click on subscribe.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, Faders, thank you so much for fading with us. We hope that you're fading safely. Do not drink and drive. Don't ride roller skates, rollerblades, skateboard. Don't do any of that shit. In fact, don't even walk when you're listening to this podcast. Just stay in one place and get fucked up with us. (laughs) Drink a bottle of wine with Johnny. Holy shit. This motherfucker's toast. Oh, man. Uh, faders, uh, yeah, next week we got a very special episode for you. We got some great stuff happening, great stuff in the works for 2023. Yay! Happy New Year! Uh, 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 yeah, I think 2023 is going to be the year for you and me to fucking get. Baited like crazy motherfuckers, dude. I think it's going to be great. Thank you so much. Jeremy, great fucking partying with you every day. Fucking, I love it, man. Oh, yeah, man. I can't wait to go to Fukuoka and party at your bar, dude. It is going to happen. I'm thinking episode number 700. Fukuoka right, dude. party, man. All right, dude. On that note, peace.
2: Go fuck yourselves.
1: My little brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you eat till mom finds up, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. To sue. God, the pressure. I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't do it! I can't. Your excuse, uh, man. We're gonna going going We came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Your move, crazy oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is a fucked up Republican uh, shit. Suicide to suicide. Yeah, uh, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.